Welcome back to Adventures with Bam. I'm Brent Billings. I'm Maggie Billings. And today we're going to continue our conversation covering the era where we were friends, but falling in love with each other. Separately, at the same time, unbeknownst to each other person. And for me, basically unbeknownst to anyone. Yeah, truly. Although I will say, during this time period, I was extremely intentional to get to know you and your family and see you in lots of different situations and yeah I just wanted to be sure before I actually did anything yeah so we Brent became single and um it just was I mean like yeah we were always kind of hanging out before but um his availability went up just time <laughs> time wise I don't know yes, yes. he was just around more you know so um, you know, we hung out more in groups, um, but then occasionally just on our own. And like after a few months of this, I developed feelings for him and I had been single for a while and was not interested in just dating to date. Like relationships had not gone well for me in the past. And I remember praying like, okay, God, I don't want to waste any more of my time. This is nonsense. Um, it would be real cool if I just would not have feelings for someone again until it's like the guy I'm going to marry. And then like two months later, I start catching feels for Brent. And I'm like, God, like, didn't I tell you? Like, this is not going to work. So, so yeah, we're hanging out more. Um, occasionally, Brent would come over just by himself and like hang out hang out with my family and at this point because earlier on you know brent had a girlfriend and he'd hang out at my parents house and then he'd leave and they'd be like marry brent and i'm like he has a girlfriend so then he doesn't have a girlfriend anymore he comes home or he comes over and then he leaves and my parents are like you gotta marry brent and i'm like ah, i don't think he likes me because he's single but like nothing's happening so but you know occasionally he'd be like oh hey like Let's go, let's go drive over here. I think you'd really like this. And, you know, it would be some house that has Christmas lights set to music, like stuff like that. Um, so occasionally these little things would happen and a few of our mutual friends would be like, what's going on with you and Brent? And I'd kind of tell them like, I'm interested, but I'm not like, I'm in my you do the work era. Like if he is interested he can get something going because uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna waste my time. I'm just gonna assume he's not interested unless he actually does something or tells me otherwise. Um, but this goes on for a while, like a little over a year. Um, so you know, I had feelings for Brent this whole time, but um, you know, nothing ever turned romantic during this time. So I just assumed that it wasn't reciprocated. He's just, you know, he's really nice. He is chivalrous, but like he treats all girls like this, like he gets every girl's door. So it didn't seem like there was anything specific that he was really doing um, in his friendship with me that I couldn't apply to his friendships with other girls. I, I was not going to any other girl's place <laughs> of work and having an hour long lunch with her. I will say that. Now I know. Now you know. <laughs> it's too many lunches. There's a lot of lunches. Yeah, it was a good time. But it would be too many if you'd been like, how much lunch can you really eat in a day? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't come to your work every day. I don't. 
How, how often did I do that? Maybe a couple times a week, at least a couple times a week. Yeah. Oh. My, I mean, my coworkers were all, all my coworkers were women and they were all like my parents age. Um, so they were as invested in, um, they were shipping, they were shipping us. <laughs> so <laughs> it's great. Not at that time. They weren't, they didn't know what that meant. It, no, they, they don't know what used, that means now. They were rooting for us. So the key moment here in this, in this phase is that I had actually a few a few months earlier, it was May 2010, I started working for an airline. And shortly after that, gained flight benefits and started to travel and started to understand how that system worked. And as part of my benefits, I had a handful of buddy passes that I could use for friends. And I knew I had these. I hadn't promised them to anyone. In my mind, I was like, Maggie's going to go somewhere with me. <laughs> so we're talking about this one time in my in my kitchen at my house. There were in a bunch your, of people around. In your living room. It's fine. It's a it's a it's an unimportant I detail. Very specifically. Well, I can tell kitchen. you I could tell you what led up to this conversation. So here's here's how it went. We're watching TV in your living room. I'm in the recliner. Not that these are important details, but they exist in my brain. Um and I you know, was hanging out at your place like I often did and was texting my mom about just like your new job. Like you knew my family and yeah, Brent's got this new job and he's got these new flight benefits. And um, so I was texting her about the buddy passes and yeah. And when he gets married, his spouse gets to like travel for free with him. So, and she had been, you know, of course, like hoping we would get together anyway. So she sent me a text that said like something along the lines of, well, that's one more reason to marry him. And I read it silently, but had an audible reaction, which was laughter. And Brent's like, what are you laughing at? And I was like, oh, I, nothing. I didn't know at this time that Brent like can't handle any kind of secret surprise. I can't tell you like that's. If you're going to surprise me, don't hint at the surprise. Yeah, don't hint. Actually surprise right. me. Um, so I'm like, Oh, nothing. And he's like, what? I'm like, it's, it's stupid. It's something that my mom said. And he's like, no, like you, please tell me, please tell me. You have to tell me. I was like, I'm not gonna tell you. Please tell me. I will give you the the magic words. And this has come up a couple times in our relationship. And I've gotten some like sick deals out of it where <laughs> Brent's like, I will give you whatever you want. And I'm like, whatever I want. And he's like, whatever you want. I'm like, I want to go to France. I want one of your buddy passes. I want to go to France. You were like, done. I was like, no, I'm not kidding. Like, this is like, we need to write this in blood. This is because I feel like friends are always talking about like, yeah, let's go to Europe together. Da, da, da. But for me, this was all premeditated. Yeah, like, perfect. My plan is working. Um, so I was like, I want to go to France. And you're like, no, absolutely. You can have one of my buddy passes. We'll both go to France. Let's like, let's go all these other places too. So we're like, sweet. And then he's like, well, cool. So you get a bike pass. Now you got to tell me. So then I had to play it all cool. Like, oh, my mom has this crazy idea that we should get together. Ha ha ha. And she just, I was telling her about your flight benefits and she thinks we should get married. Uh, and we kind of like, that conversation was in the kitchen. Uh, yeah. I remember so specifically where I was when <laughs> you actually relayed that information. <laughs> like I was, I was leaning back against the kitchen sink. You were by the oven, like... <laughs> Of all, of all my memories, memory. my memories are are so bad in so many cases, but that one is so clear. Core memory for you. Love it. So that led to what we called the Great European Adventure, which was Spain, Italy, and France. Mm -hmm. France, I was not interested in at all. 
Uh, neither was Lance, who was going with us. Yeah, we and, went with two other friends. Yeah, our friend Becky as well. And so Lance and I were not interested in France. And we also had work that we had to get back to sooner than the girls did. So we planned to end our trip in Paris. Lance and I would get two days there. Mm-hmm. And then we'd bail. And Maggie and Becky would stay behind and For like do whatever five days or whatever. weird French things anyone <laughs> might want to do and see. So prior to the trip, I, being the traditional, hopeless, romantic sort of person that I was, approached Maggie's dad and told told him that I wanted to have a conversation with Maggie while we were in Paris. And apparently that information did not completely like sink in as far as my proposed timeline. I did exactly what I told them I was going to do. But the whole time we were there leading up to the time in Paris, your mom kept asking like, blah, blah, blah. Well, pause. Pause indeed, because we are already bumping up against that upper time limit. I don't, maybe I maybe I was foolish to set the five to 10 minute range. Eh, you know, time inflation is a reality for Bama as well. So maybe <laughs> maybe we're just getting to it quicker. But we will we will hold for this week and we will return next week as we begin our journey to Europe and the spark that ignited whatever our life is now, I guess. <laughs> uh, my words are just not as good as they used to be. Huh? Practice makes perfect. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us this week. We look forward to sharing more of our story next week. Bye.